0: You know
1: what, fuck it, I need a beer. A, B, C, D, E, Beer, flu, and your mom, and your sister, and your job, and your broke-ass car, and those shitty play calls. Fuck you and your staff, I don't want to see you again, everybody but your dog, you can all fuck off. I was into you, but I'm over it now. I was trying to be nice But nothing's getting through So let me spell it out A, B, C, D, E, Berfloos Na, 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 A, B, C, D, E, (laughs) Berfloos (laughs) Na, 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 na,
2: na Sorry, fuck a, a, B, C, D. <laughs> I could hear you guys. So. <laughs> sorry. No, that's yeah, my not, fault. That's was, my fault. I was covering it
1: up for the camera. <laughs> I just felt, I felt your energy. And I just. I'm sorry. I know, I'm you sorry. know. Oh, no. oh it's the season finale. Yes, we are alive. We might not be well, but we are here to close out season five of Zero Doings. Hey, there's a new guy running the offense. That's pretty cool. But the old guy with the weird hair and a love of cats is still running the team as a head coach. Yeah, that's Matt Eberthlose. We haven't even been here to talk about that. You know, I guess we're over it. We'll we'll talk about it. And what's the plan for next year? What's the plan? We're going to talk all about that, plus the playoffs. Oh, my God. Can't wait to be here with you, Zerdogs. Boing, 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 boing,
2: boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks.
1: Zero doinks. Zero
0: doinks. Zero doinks.
1: Zero doinks. Ooh, zero doinks. Season finale. You bet you. Th- I bet you thought we died. I can't speak English. Not a good start. <laughs> uh it's been a minute Dan Doinks. that's what I'm trying to say hey buddy how are you
0: hey buddy doing good sorry about uh the potential shitty audio um just like the Bears probably need this season to end uh get our shit straightened out for next season for zero doinks and for the Bears but I'm doing great you look great um you probably smell great um how do you smell I
1: know you've had some yeah issues at, at your house
0: yeah, I was without water for three days in this house, which uh, was a first for me. And we stayed here as well, which was interesting. A lot of, like, buying water, dumping it in the toilets so they could flush. I felt like I was camping. Uh, we'd go to a friend's house to shower. So I, I took care of the showering, but I smelled better, but not great. Okay.
1: Uh, I assume the water is now running. That you're able yeah. to uh, enjoy a little time on the throne by yourself. And how many how many bathrooms do you have going on right now? Though is this still one?
0: Uh, I have two now. I'm I'm, okay. I'm at two. Uh, yeah. So a little context. Got a bathroom remodeled. Uh, it recently finished up. Like I literally handed a contractor a check. Uh, pretty much the day before uh, a pipe burst in the wall Mm. of said bathroom. So uh, that's why I was without water for a while because Chicago sucks. It was Mm. negative 30 degrees for multiple days. And apparently my house just sucks in cold air. (laughs) Give me that cold air. Oh, it's so cold. I have a brain freeze.
1: Well, I'm happy that you smell better. I'm happy that you don't have to pour water from a <laughs> bottle into your toilets that yeah. doesn't sound like something that um, would make you very patient. I picture a lot of a lot of crabby conversations in the house. Oh,
0: big time because you know, I have children. they can't, you know, they can't pour the the giant bottles of water themselves. so it's basically like, hey, I took a shit. like I need you to come in here and help uh, do this old-timey way of flushing toilets. So I did, uh, and nobody thanked me for my service. So (laughs) what can you do?
1: Now you know what Alexander Hamilton felt like.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There were were no toilets then, right? Were there toilets? Outhouses, probably. But they were in... Well, well, how does that work in like New York city?
1: Yeah. Great question. Not good.
0: Just dump it in the street. Like how, how does that, how did that work? I, I don't know. I don't we,
1: know. we need a, we need a historian guest on the show. I feel like, I feel like our newest egg, Eric in Virginia, whenever we yeah. get him on the show, that's a guy with knowledge. I think, I think he, he can tell us.
0: Yeah, he strikes me as more of a Civil War guy, though. So uh, okay. I'm not sure he can answer these Alexander Hamilton-related questions. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. He just, you know, it's the it's his accent that suggests that he's a Civil War guy.
1: It's true. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if it's a Central Illinois or the East Coast. Hard to say. Dan, would you like to talk some bears? Yeah. Probably not, but probably should.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Zodax. <laughs>
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're the pride
2: and joy of Illinois. Chicago bears, bear down. Hey, fucking legend, man. Fuck the
0: Boing, 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 boing.
1: Zab so, Ducks! We are back. We are ready to talk some bears. We have not been on since pre-week 18, the Packers game. We're not going to talk about that at all. That is just completely stupid and very much in the rearview mirror. Dan, Let's talk a little about what happened after that game, though, and that's the retention of your buddy, Matt Eberflus. Um, are you over the fact that he is coming back in 2024
0: yet? Um, I still think it's dumb as shit. Uh, I will say I, I probably my jets have cooled slightly um, now that maybe we've hired an OC. I, I was actually worried they were bringing everyone back, which would have been. An absolute fucking disaster. Uh, I don't like the move. I don't. I don't know what he's done to prove himself worthy of, of keeping his job. Uh, this seems like uh, I'm. We're too cheap to pay a, a coach out the door. Move to me. I don't know. I don't. The players seem to like him, but who gives a fuck what the players think? If you're a bad coach but a great guy, who fucking cares? We could hire Ron Rivera to do that shit. So. Uh, I would say my jets have cooled a little bit, but I'm still not thrilled about it. Are you, you're a big Eberflus guy. So I had imagine oh. You were pretty pumped.
1: Oh God. I love that main of his. Uh, I love all of his acronyms. I, I think the biggest loser out of this whole thing besides bears fans potentially is um, our respect for Kevin Warren, because he seemed to justify it. Um, by comparing what he experienced in St. Louis when they brought Dick Vermeule back for a third year. Um, Dick Vermeule had, like, won a title already, I think, like, a long time ago prior to right, right. his winning a title for St. Louis. But didn't he win one for the Eagles or, or at least came close? Yeah. And he
0: was he had some experience of, with yeah. some success prior to that. Correct.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um this is, this is not the same thing. <laughs> this is no. this is Matt Eberflus we're talking about. Like you're, I think we had joked a few weeks ago when it seemed clear that he was probably coming back when they had, you know, at least the defense had turned a corner, and we were trying to think of anybody in the league that would trade their coach for Matt Eberflus, and mm-hmm. we couldn't think of one. We didn't no. dive super deep into it, but like the more the time has passed, I think he's number 32 out of 32 still uh-huh. like
0: <laughs> you got to
1: bring a guy like that back. You just have to, you have no choice.
0: I mean, I, I hope they at least like cut a new contract where they just, they cut his salary in half. Like that would have <laughs> made me feel a little better. I don't know. It's like, Hey dude, we'll keep you, but you're getting paid half of what you got paid. Cause you have not earned this. Uh, you're right. I mean, if he got fired, I don't even think he would have a coaching job next year. is there a DC job open? That's what he would, that it's the best thing you get. But I don't think nobody's like, Oh, the Falcons aren't like, fuck, fuck you, Bill Belichick. We need Eberflus. No fucking chance. So, (laughs) um, I, so, you know, I was initially worried because why, (laughs) we'll talk about the OC hire, but yeah, i thought thought, segue Dan. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. But my oh. thought was, is why would an OC risk? Uh, you know, w- it, it was a one-year job, right? Like Iberflus is on the hot seat. Obviously, if he doesn't succeed, well, I guess it's not obvious, but it's would in most cases with normal uh, half-well-run franchises, <laughs> you know, this would be a hot seat year, and you'd be you'd clean house immediately after if it's another fucking failure. So my concern was. We're going to get the fucking – we're just going to end up just hiring Luke Getzi back because we're not going to find anybody <laughs> that wants to, like, risk their reputation on, like, you know, go in desperation mode again with a coaching staff that's, you know, potentially on their way out. So I think we probably ended up okay there, better than I would have guessed. Maybe – I don't know. I guess, you, you know, I don't know. Fuck Iverfus. Yeah. He stays. Like, I'm not He's... all of a sudden like, oh, I fucking love this guy. That, that last game of the year was embarrassing. We went uh, two divisional games without scoring an offensive touchdown, right? Or a yeah. touchdown. So why? W- w- I, 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 I don't know. And I it's, know. The Bears fans are infuriating that they've completely talked themselves into eberflus which has pissed me off for the back half of the year. And what has changed? He's not good. He's not a no. good coach. So I, I, fuck the Bears, I fuck the McCaskies.
1: I think I joked on uh, Twitter X that he must have convinced Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren that the Bears are only going to play teams under 500 all of next year. And that, <laughs> so they're going to – that's the only teams he can beat. right? right? I don't think – I mean, beat the Lions once. I think that's it. I think that's like – and and the 49ers week one of his like his first ever game those might be yeah. the only two above 500 teams he's ever beaten in his life and, and well i guess the 49ers were zero and zero at the time so that doesn't even yeah. count what i mean give it that was that was trey lance we didn't we can't even count that, <laughs> yeah right? yeah it so it's like
0: soon yeah, yeah that doesn't count it, yeah
1: yeah let's not give him credit for that one either so <laughs> it just it's like and I feel like he's kind of been neutered to segue to the offensive coordinator hiring. Like it seemed pretty clear. I'm sure he had a say and maybe the final say, but like polls was in all of those interviews, like for all nine guys that they that they did. So it, it does beg the question. Then what the hell's the point of Matt Eberfluss besides yeah. being a defensive coordinator? Right. He's basically our defensive coordinator. I know we're going to hire one. But that's what he is um yeah i think i like the hire shane waldron he seems at least he's called plays before and they've had some success like he made geno smith look good and you and i have never had respect for geno smith so i guess that's worth <laughs> something right uh he's from the correct coaching tree like that's mm-hmm. good he's a he's a uh, mcveigh guy and all that so that's those are good things um I just don't trust this franchise at all right now. I'm I'm so gun shy to like get really excited. And usually I'm the guy that'd be blowing rainbows at you right now, Dan. And I, I can't get there right now. I just can't.
0: Well, let me ask you a question. You said that he's obviously our D that we're obviously going to hire a DC. Why Why do we need to like what? Like, it are does we seem like a waste of we, money like, at this point? We, right. Like, yeah. We're, are, is there a scenario where we're saying like, you know what? We probably would have won like one to two more games last year if Matt Eberflus had been freed up from not having to be a defensive coordinator to coach this team in some other fashion. I'd say just fucking roll with him and just be like, Hey dude, you're you're kind of the head coach. You're the one getting in front of the media, which you're bad at, but you're you're the defensive coordinator. You're like the co head coach with Shane Waldron Deck, I guess. But um mm-hmm. I yeah, I mean this is just it's such a fucking terrible franchise and one quick thing before we talk about waldron as well did you happen to see the kevin warren article about his day like day in the life uh i I (laughs) heard
1: i I heard about it i did not read it
0: (laughs) i didn't read the whole thing but there was like one of those like slideshows on instagram but it was Uh. so fucking stupid it was like after seeing that i was like there's no way i'm reading this article because it was like Kevin Warren, like puff piece about it. like Kevin Warren gets up at 4 AM. And I think one of the first things he does is he washes his car oh, and the I did time, see a picture And of that. the timeline yeah. did not add up. It was like, he spent like in, in a span of like 25 minutes washing his car and showering and getting dressed. Nope, not true. <laughs> yeah. Not true. Yeah. And why did we yeah. need to know any of that? <laughs>
1: And, okay, now, so I know there was an article on ChicagoBears.com that I did not read, but I did see the slideshow that you're referencing. And the whole time I was flipping through it, I was like, when is he showering? When's he showering? Because he went to the gym. Because <laughs> it was like, they're very proud of him going to the gym. And then, yeah, washing his car. Like, when's the shower? They show him, like, tying up and tying a tie. And I'm thinking, dude, you reek like balls right now. You didn't shower. You didn't shower.
0: Yeah, I mean glad you yes and i i kind of hadn't thought about it until a buddy of mine he it was not even like he doesn't even follow the bears that closely he's like hey did you have to see that kevin warren thing what the fuck was that like i didn't understand any of it he was borderline upset he's like if do people dislike him like what was the point of that to get him to become more likable i was like i don't I think everyone had a very favorable opinion of Kevin Warren uh, in Chicago. Yeah. So I don't know what that was. Just this. They're like, we need, we need to do something different. Cause this team is depressing.
1: <laughs> it was so weird. I was, I was picturing like, what if I wish that they had done that for Ted Phillips, like what a missed opportunity. <laughs> that would have been incredible. <laughs> like, What would this have been just like just masturbating for like hours upon hours (laughs) that that Gamer headset. Oh God. I was gonna say,
0: yeah, like as much, as little times Kevin has to shower, it was as long of time for Ted Phillips to make a salami sandwich and it's just salami (laughs) and cheese.
1: Oh yeah. Yes, Yes. Ted
0: spends 90 minutes making one salami and cheese sandwich with a lot of yeah. lick, lipping, lick, lip licking. There we go. We Either got way. there. We did. And, oh, we did. just rubbing himself on a sandwich. But sorry to get sidetracked there. You're good. Uh, so you're out on Shane Waldron or are you are just in?
1: No, 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 I'm in. Okay. I think it, it, okay. it seemed like the best hire um, that was out there. And if at least if you were looking at a guy who's actually called plays before and technically wasn't fired, it was more like Pete Carroll getting yeah. run out of there. Uh, I don't care. Like some Seahawk fans, I, I guess, are like, eh, whatever. Good luck with that. But I was thinking, what fan base really likes their offensive coordinator if you're not like a super <laughs> successful team? So, yeah. uh, whatever. Like, that doesn't bother me. I just, I hope, I hope he matches with what I assume will be Caleb Williams. And yeah, yeah. Hopefully it works.
0: I think, um, I think what he did with Geno two years ago should give us hope right like yeah he, he got Gino paid like he he straightened him out and yeah we we and, and Gino turned it back into Gino this year right? but so he maximized so i guess that begs a question like does he want to is is he want to keep fields how how much of a say does he have in it like i it would be good to know what what they asked him in the interview, I mean, I, I, I'm hopeful that they said, what do you think we should do with the quarterback situation that that had to have come up Yeah, and how much are they taking that they're weighing that. And for him as well, I mean, it sounds like he was pretty well sought after uh, by other teams. So for him to take the bears job, does that mean he's like, I love this. It's a clean slate. We're going to draft, you know, draft Caleb Williams. Um, who, Who knows? Who the fuck knows? So, um, yeah. I am exhausted uh, listening to sports radio already. Of the what are we doing with Justin Fields talk? I mean, I know. I, I knew it, it's been this way all year, and I, I, I sort of hit my limit today when uh, a caller basically accused uh, David Kaplan of being a racist <laughs> because he was critical of Justin Fields. It's like, okay, I think I need a break. Yeah. And, and it was, uh, and, and Kaplan was like, I'm actually suggesting they draft Caleb Williams. So I'm not sure how that is coming yeah. across as racist. It, yeah. Was, yeah. it was, I was like, Oh my God, this is, this has gotten out of hand. So, uh, it is stupid.
1: it's super stupid. I think, um, I think the best news though, that came out of this, the whole coaching search in general is that offensive line coach, Chris Morgan survived. Like, that is oh, yeah. such great news. He is so oh. handsome. He is. <laughs> he's obviously done a really good job with what he was dealt with at center
0: for the yeah. Bears.
1: Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't let a guy like that walk out the door, Dan. You just can't.
0: No, absolutely not. Uh, I, this team's going to stink. They're going to they're gonna be bad. It's just, we're headed in the wrong direction as it's really hard to watch two teams in the, the division just fucking take off. And we're we're light years behind the Lions and the Packers. So yeah, we're fucked. I don't feel great about any of it. And catch me on draft night, and I will have a completely different tune, I'm sure.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm going to start. We're going to start right now. We're going to start spinning a yarn to you, Dan. Right now, looking ahead to what's coming up between now and – what I assume will be episode one of season six of zero doings. Okay, Dan. So yep. hopefully we're out of the doldrums. We'll, you know, we just have to accept our fate with Matt Eberflus. It's very unfortunate. We do have a new offensive play caller. That's great. Interested to see if they do waste some money on a defensive coordinator. That's a funny <laughs> point. I hadn't thought about that. Like why, why even bother? Uh, it's not a bad, not a bad point. Um, Not that I want to save the McCaskey's money. Who gives a shit? But, (laughs) all right, let's take a look. So we have franchise tag season starting. uh, They have to make a decision on a guy like Jalen Johnson, probably, February 20th. Uh, The deadline's March 5th. The Combine's coming up at the end of February, Dan. That's the 27th through March 4th. I assume that's in Indianapolis, where everybody's going to go to that Elmo's place for, like, shrimp cocktails. Uh, All the media guys just gag each other about uh, it' it's so gross. and then free agency starts March 13th, so which is around the time I think of our our uh, season debut. So things are happening hot and heavy, Dan. And with that in mind, what are like what are the biggest needs that the bears need to address? I'd say free agency first because that starts before the draft what what do you want to see materialize? And I'll start running through some names with you momentarily, but just like, like big picture, what are the, what do we need?
0: Go. Yeah, Jalen. All right, so if we're you start in house first, obviously we're trying to work through the coaching situation. Jalen Johnson's got to be a priority, and I I would I think they should they should get a way to, to sign that motherfucker. I don't I don't like I don't like the franchise tag thing. It just leaves a bitter taste in everyone's mouth when that happens. But uh, I don't know what he's asking for. Feels like we have a lot of cap room and we can figure it out. I think that dude's he's the real deal and we need him. I guess worst case scenario, tag him and roll the fucking dice. Uh, He's he wasn't drafted by Poles, right? No, just before. So that makes me a little concerned that Poles is going to be. Oh, I guess he signed Komet though. So true. It's 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 possible, but um. I hope they figure that out that that feels like that should be priority number one okay um, like it they need a fucking center Jesus Christ they need a center um <laughs> do you have names uh, of centers that are out there okay because I, I do is there one in Miami or yes uh okay I, I think that's important free agency mm-hmm. that I think that you spend you need an anchor on that line to, fit, to straighten that shit out so um I think that's number two OK. And then, yeah, obviously, the combine at St. Elmo's Steakhouse. You got to try to get in the back room, uh, Mm -hmm. try to find Brad Biggs. He's not allowed to be there because of what he's done to the bathrooms there in the past. (laughs) Uh, So you got to you got to spot him quick and get him and tell Mm -hmm. management ASAP. So did I answer all of your questions?
1: Yeah. Great response. I liked all of it. Um, Totally agree on Jalen Johnson. The, so here, as far as I could tell how the cap is shaping up, like today they have 50 million in space already. And I think, I don't know when the cuts can happen where they actually save money that and the dead cap hit isn't that bad. But if they assume, is it safe to assume they're going to cut Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair? I think that seems pretty obvious, right? And if you do that, yep. that that'll save you 28 million, even including... The wow. cap hit, which isn't that huge on, on either of them. Right. So that's amazing. Um, I'm sorry, Dan, to report that we cannot cut Nate Davis, or there's really no point because <laughs> you would eat his entire contract, so you might as well keep him on the roster. Um
0: But he's gonna but, play, right? Like he I think he's he has I think, to. I think we're stuck with him next yeah. year and, and legitimately in that spot, and just hope that last year was like a injured be in a bitch type of season where he just gets his head out of his ass and and he can uh he can you know give us something so i I I can I'm okay with that I'm all right with that. Okay.
1: Yeah and we really have no choice yeah and I guess the good news is his career outside of last year uh suggests that he knows how to play football. So hopefully he does. (laughs) Hopefully he remembers hopefully he stays healthy um apparently doesn't like training camp so i'm sure he'll be very frustrated <laughs> until september we're, we're going to be very anxious uh but the good news is you can build up some depth there uh with free agency because dan um looking at so like top 50 our favorite site pff i was looking at like our needs versus the top 50 guys that are available um let's start on defense first so you could always use more interior defensive lineman and obviously another edge rusher right i mean chris jones is going to be unrestricted this year not bad Uh, he's probably going to cost you a fuck ton of money though i don't know if it's i don't know if it's worth it at like age 30 but i don't know i'd I'd be interested to see what he would go for yep i don't know how much you know about josh allen the defensive end for jacksonville uh so he's he's out there Uh Brian Burns, I don't know. I don't know if he's unrestricted, but Carolina, they've been talking about maybe trading him for years, right? But super young. Um I'm gonna butcher his name, but this guy's all the rage interior defensive lineman, Justin Madubuke from the Ravens. Like he's fucking sweet, and he's he's he'll be available. Christian uh Wilkins from the Dolphins defensive tackle is available. This guy's familiar to you, Dan. So if we cut Eddie Jackson, even if we didn't, which again, I'd be shocked, Antoine Winfield will be available. Whoa, that seems like somebody you might hunk, be interested in. Hog <laughs> if you are horny. Yes.
0: For re- so, yeah, I guess I guess the timing mm-hmm. of that makes sense. I can't yep. picture a world where Tampa is going to let him go uh, yes. cuz he's he's the, one of their stars on that defense. Uh, but, yes, I very much wanted him to be a bear coming out of college. Um, yeah. and he's awesome. That would uh, be awesome.
1: Right, and that is true. All the guys I'm naming might not hit the open market, but yeah, we are very hopeful. Uh, Daniil Hunter is unrestricted this year from the Vikings as an edge. Uh, Kyle Duggar, another highly rated safety from the Patriots. I don't know if he's related to the Duggar family where there's <laughs> – 18 at least of them and half of them are
0: child molesters including yeah like the father. yeah i was gonna make um, a dugger joke as well you beat me to it
1: hmm, sorry about that yep. um so that <laughs> so those are out of the top 50 those are like the top needs i would say that we would have on defense that's a pretty damn good list and guys below that are a ton of guys you'd recognize too that you probably aren't gonna have to pay a ton for so good year to have a lot of money let's go to the offensive side of the ball dan a couple of these names might excite you starting with T Higgins, yep, if he hits yep. the open market, right? That's pretty ideal, right? We need that big go up and get it type dude. Like, I don't know what yes. Shane Waldron's going to think of him, but it it seems <laughs> it seems like a good compliment to DJ Moore, right?
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, it all depends on what, what we think we're doing with the draft as well at number nine. I mean, I, I think that's going to be telling with what you're doing on uh, – you know, because I've seen an edge rusher at nine. I've seen a rece- receiver at nine. So I guess it depends on what direction the, the Bears are going there and what you do in free agency. It's tough, I guess, that that's happening before yeah. the draft. So,
1: And now, yeah, maybe maybe it'll be helpful to know what you can grab on the open market. <laughs> maybe that directs uh, number nine. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, two other wide receivers. Um, Don't know if either of these guys will hit the open market, either Michael Pittman, who I know you love in fantasy football and, Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Evans, who just keeps getting like 1300 yard seasons. I keep waiting for him to die and he won't, and he just won't. So (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't love Pittman, but he's young. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know if the Colts are going to let him, let him walk or not. Um, a couple left tackles if you feel like you need to upgrade on Braxton Jones. The first guy I don't think will be hitting the open market, but he he could if he wants to. Tyron Smith from Dallas. Mm. That's interesting. I don't know if he's the type of uh, profile that pace, pace, Jesus Christ, that Poles likes, though. <laughs> he's pretty bulky, right? He's, like, he's kind of yeah. not quite as athletic. Same with Trent Brown, who will be available for the Patriots. They're kind of that old-school, like,
0: mound of clay yeah yeah
1: so not sure um and then interior guys you you mentioned the guy connor williams the center for miami so he would be the top guy he did tear his acl i think week 12 but you know those seem to heal fast these days so (laughs) we'll so we'll see uh a center for vegas andre james is highly touted he's he's in the top 50 as well so he'll be out there if you want to throw some cash and then two other two guards kevin dotson from the rams and Robert Hunt say that quickly and things make <laughs> it weird, uh, for the dolphins as well. I can't say that I could recognize I'd, I'd pick any of those guys out of a lineup at all, and I'm glad nope. you're agreeing. There, shaking your head. <laughs> but I think the point is, unlike last year, there's, it looks like there's more interior linemen, uh, available and you and I were talking and I know that's, that was your biggest frustration so far with Ryan Poles, right? Addressing, especially center.
0: Yeah. Yep. That was just, you know, that that position has been totally neglected the last few years, and I think that's been a massive problem in getting the fucking old, you know, old line in sync. And you know, there's, I don't think they've our old line's not been awful. They've definitely improved. There's definitely been moments where they have been horseshit, but I think a, a lot of that is on on Fields as well. He didn't, he didn't. I don't think he did them any favors. Uh. I center has to be a priority, I think, in the free in free agency, because if you draft a guy, you're putting a center in the and I'm sorry, you're putting a a rookie in that center position. That's going to be a tough spot to get up and going and going pretty quickly. Um, Do we hate Braxton Jones? Where do you stand on him? I think he's fine. I don't. Yeah. I don't like I, like when he's up for a contract. I don't think I'm gonna like break any records signing that guy, but I don't think he's a huge liability. So spending a lot of money at that left tackle position doesn't doesn't seem to make sense to me. Um.
1: Yeah, I think he he seems like like a better version of Charles Leno, kind of like doesn't yeah. he? In a way where it's like right, he's that guy you found later in the draft. He's yeah, you're never going to have to like overspend on a guy like that. I feel like even when he does come up, you could probably still sign him for a decent contract that works for both the team and him. Yeah, I I'd, I'd love to see him continue to develop. That would be awesome.
0: Can he play guard? He's
1: so damn tall, but so is Jenkins. I don't yeah, I don't know.
0: Cuz like, know. Well, let's say there's a scenario where they draft click Caleb at uh, one and then at nine those tackles slide you mm-hmm. know the guy from Notre Dame or the Penn State guy I mean if they draft attack one of those guys I, I don't know that I would hate that either um but I don't I, I don't know that
1: played some garden college I think Maybe so not. I
0: think I think all that to say I I don't I wouldn't waste a lot of time on uh, left tackle and free agency I guess, okay. you know, obviously you build a little depth or you grab one of those guys in the draft uh, and then and you figure it out from there. But um, T. Higgins, I know, is a popular one. I don't – he didn't have a great year, right? I don't, I don't think he – I don't think he was – he's still young, correct? Is this his – he's coming off his rookie deal. Yep. Um, so, you know, I think he's probably going to get paid, but are we – are we worried like he's probably going to want number one receiver money, but he's not currently that on his own team. And I know it's Jamar Chase is the man, but do we know that he could be the guy? I mean, DJ Moore is our guy. So do we need to, that's another thing that I'd probably take a flyer on in the, in the draft. And that's the thing at number nine, are we going to take one of these, one of these top 10 top 10 guys uh, coming out of the, out of college or, and roll the dice with rookie contract. Are we going to pay a guy like T Higgins and sort of, uh, fuck our, fuck our cap a little bit. So another one that I, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think I would, I would sniff around it, but I don't know that I would, uh, I don't know that I need to be top better.
1: Okay. I think that's fair. Um, I know it's it's funny looking at the mocks. I know you're getting really into the mocks so far. But seeing mm-hmm. that I, I think
0: oh especially like... like please show me all of the trades. Show me yeah, every oh, trade. Yeah. Oh, my favorite is Bears trade down to 2, then they trade down to 3 and then they trade to, to next year. What are we just no, like stop it.
1: Just like last year's mock drafts is the exact same <laughs> thing, right? Which is so easy to do, you know, to just easily trade from down from one to two and then two to three. So yeah. easy. Um, I would love to find a way and I saw somebody I don't know who proposed this. This is my favorite like most unrealistic trade is who who's three? Is it the Patriots or Washington uh, do you remember?
0: Patriots are three, I believe.
1: okay. so. Patriots need a quarterback, obviously. They're going to miss on Williams and Drake May, theoretically, if those are your consensus top two. Bears trade the number nine pick and Justin Fields for the number three pick, and we get Marvin (laughs) Harrison. (laughs) (laughs) Why would the Patriots do that?
0: I don't know. It would be just
1: the best. It would be – now, if that happened, I mean, I am – I don't know, I don't know what I would do, honestly, but I
0: would oh, I would, would be, be all
1: the way back times a million, obviously. I think,
0: I think there would be an investigation by the NFL to somehow cancel that trade because that'd be stupid. <laughs> it's almost as ridiculous as uh Mel Kuyper suggesting that the Falcons would trade the number eight pick for Justin Fields. Right. In what fucking world does that make sense? Like it would have to the...
1: be for him and the nine right? It would have to be yes. like, that. that's yes. what it would have to be. Yes. And
0: why would we do that? Why would, why, why would right. we swap one spot? Uh, but that suggestion was fucking bananas. Cause what did Justin get to, what do we take him at 11? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 11 he's played three years so expire. his value right. went up he's not right. even a top 20 quarterback like oh mel that was, mel that was, yeah he's I fucking know. losing it and i'll be honest i didn't see the full interview uh maybe it was taken completely out of context no it, it, it wasn't <laughs> it was and it,
1: and it was real like off the cuff at least the first time he had mentioned it i i caught i caught it on espn radio they played the clip and it was basically like yeah i'm i'm hearing that uh Justin fields can go for a one and then and then he mentioned and then he mentioned Atlanta like he didn't I don't know that he necessarily said like it would be they would definitely be willing to trade the eight for him. Uh, but I mean, come on, if that happens, obviously, you rehire uh, Ryan Pace just to pay him money for helping make that happen, <laughs> I think is what you do. That would be yeah. incredible. Uh, yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. I did see, though, I. Um, that weird guy who covers the Broncos, who got in like some Twitter trouble for like something with his wife, I don't, uh, Ben uh, Albright or yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Who who does seem connected somehow? Like he he's typically relatively on it when it comes to rumors. He did say, definitely not a one for Fields, but he said two twos, which I think like if you do the draft math, that's a one. So
0: that doesn't make sense. To me. I, I know
1: I, two twos would be f- fine. Wouldn't it?
0: That'd be okay. Where are people about like statistically fields is like a, not even a top 20 quarterback. You got to pay the guy soon. If you think he's good, what am I missing here? Like, I, I mean, desperation. I, I can't just believe not a
1: good, there's just not, there's a lot of shitty quarterbacks. I think. I think that's it. I think that's the only thing that makes sense.
0: He's not. He's one of them.
1: <laughs> but I guess. I guess like in comparison, to like Desmond Ritter or Heineke. You know. I'm sorry, Falcons. I'm just thinking of you right now because I got Ryan Pace <laughs> on my mind and that number eight pick. Um, why was I Cajun right there? That was weird. I
0: don't know. <laughs> oh, number eight pick. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I agree what he's probably like the 20th best quarterback in the league, probably at best right now. Right.
0: Well, and he's not like, you kind of know what he is at this point, right? Like he's very athletic. He's fast. He'll make a great throw every once in a while. terrible. He's his decision-making is slow. uh, And he has to get paid in two, in two years. So why would the Falcons not just, I mean, I, I, and I, why the Falcons? Everyone just says that. Cause he's from Georgia. Like, I guess it's, it's so lazy. I, yeah. It's so fucking lazy. And I, I don't, the whole and, like, and
1: pace and pace drafted dude. him. I guess, I guess they're trying to, not that he is the, the decision maker in Atlanta, but I right. guess that's the, that'd be the other line to draw. And then same with the guy in, um, isn't champ Bailey, Work for the Raiders, but he's not going to get the GM job. But people are drawing a drawing that too um, as a as a possible landing spot for that reason.
0: Because oh. he's a Georgia know. guy. What, why no What's no? Champ because Champ,
1: Champ was with was part of drafting Fields, I guess. Oh, uh, with oh. the Bears. I'm I think. Sorry. All right. Yeah, and that timeline right. might be All off, right. but I think that's that's just the rumor well,
0: well, I mean, we haven't really talked. What do you what do you think the Bears are going to do? Not like gonna... I know we, we'll we'll talk about yeah. it. We'll talk about it uh, closer to the draft. But like which way and no matter what you say, people will be mad.
1: Yes. Uh, assuming nothing comes out in terms of uh, molestation, murder, uh, Nazism, etc. Uh, I think the Bears are drafting Caleb Williams. I think I think that's, you know, assuming he passes the the background checks, if you will. I I see that's just I feel like it's pretty much a no-brainer. Uh I think he's good. I think it's been pretty obvious that he's going to be the number 1 pick whenever he was able to come out for the draft. We just so happened to get that pick. I don't think he's like the tallest guy in the world, but he's pretty fun. I think he might be pretty great, and he's going to be cheap as fuck for five years. And you can still get something for Fields. I think I at this point on uh, January 23rd or whatever we're sitting here, I'll be stunned. Unless, again, something comes out that he murdered a a drifter like five years ago. I think (laughs) Caleb Williams is your – is your quarterback for the next 12 to 16 years for the Chicago bears.
0: Oh shit. Oh you, you, this is the first time that's ever worked out. Uh, yes.
1: Yeah. I think it finally works out.
0: I think it's, well, I I starting from, I think it's insane to think that, well, it's not insane, but I don't think there's any way that fields is back either way. Um, I feel like, that's the least likely scenario. Second least likely scenario is that they're going to trade back, and I still think they're taking a quarterback uh, somewhere in that in the first round, and that will be our quarterback. Uh, but the easiest, uh, the easiest one is just say Caleb. Just try it. Reset the clock. I don't know. Uh, you know. You don't. It's. I guess it's an unknown with Caleb Williams. and What you got? You know what you have with Fields, and it's mediocre. So. Right. Um, I'm not sure why you'd keep riding that train thinking you can fix the guy after three years. He's not awful. I love, I love Justin Fields, but I think it's okay to admit that I don't, he's not the guy and he's had flashes of when he's great. Uh, the fourth quarter he's, he's horse shit. And then he's had games where he just flat out, like, couldn't, couldn't score. And, you know, and it's, it's, you know, you don't need to harp on two divisional games. He didn't score a touchdown. Uh, but I think that is important <laughs> that you're playing an opponent that you know and you can't fucking score is is a big deal. So, um, you take Caleb, you stop, don't the trading back. And I don't think pulls, I don't, I, maybe
1: I don't think, he'll get, I, I just maybe can't he'll picture him cute,
0: passing. But I, I, I can't, I can't is, picture it. Yeah. This time, this time last year, if Caleb yeah. Williams was coming out. I mean, they were calling him like a generational guy. And I know that USC was bad this year and he wasn't great against better teams. Uh, but I look back at his stats. He wasn't awful. He just didn't flash as much as he did against right. sh- just really bad teams, bad against, I guess, Notre Dame, which people hang yeah. their hat on that one. Uh, and, the which crying makes sense thing. and then pe- people yeah. are, people are fucking shitty about him crying. I mean, that, That was an awesome game, a back-and-forth game. USC's defense was awful. I get it. He was probably exhausted because he had to carry that entire team the whole fucking night against Washington. The whole fucking year. The whole year. So, like, the fact that he was – look, I I, – like, and I've heard that, that Taylor, oh, I don't like him fucking crying on this. What what are you talking about? Like we you want you know who, who didn't give a fuck ever was Jake Cutler. Like know. You know, we we want to go back to that. Just like I don't give a fuck. I'll throw another intersection. I don't give a fuck. I like the guy. Who fucking cares. Yeah. What what, and, what do you think? Yeah. If he was, uh, I don't know. That that's it, that's a stupid take on my uh, on my. No
1: opinion. no no and no and the and the character stuff too. Like everybody's dancing around and nobody like can put a finger. Or they're willing to say anything about what that means. I think it's what you're talking about. I think it's the. he might be a prima donna he might be too emotional he might you know not all of his teammates love him like shit like that i think isn't it time that we kind of have a dickhead that just kind of like that just wants to ball out and like doesn't give a fuck and he's really good and i think that's kind of fun i don't care that he paints his nails or like yeah right you He made a fuck ton of money at USC with NIL, but he like. It sounds like he like gave most of it away. Like he sounds like a good guy off the field. A great guy. Yeah. It sounds
0: like he. It sounds like he's just not like. It sounds like he keeps to himself. He's maybe he has a lot of confidence, and that's we talk. We've talked about this on this podcast. Is, just we needed Justin last year to be like push back on Luke Getzey and be like this is not what i want to run this is not what i'm going to run and so he's a nice guy maybe too nice you're exactly right maybe we need a dick to say this is my fucking team this is what works for me uh we can work together but in the end i'm the one getting my ass kicked out there so i'm gonna do what's best for me so i don't know why you wouldn't take a flyer on that and i like that you have a plan 12 to 15 years yes uh i'm i fucking hope that happens but if I'm a betting man. I'm I know. say we're gonna be having this conversation again in a few years.
1: Oh God, I—that's the one thing we cannot be having this conversation. This has to be the <laughs> last time that we reset this fucking clock. This is now. This will be the third time since zero Doink started. <laughs> this is this is or uh, second time I guess. Second time. Yeah. But uh, between Mitch and then Fields and then and then uh, maybe Caleb, I. I, I remember talking about him in season four about, okay, like I've, I've, I've been a, I've been a Stan, uh, I, I admit to getting a little colder on him this year because he seemed a little bored, like he probably was, like he couldn't come out. He would have right. been in the fucking pros this past year if he could have, and he probably would have been a starter, uh, but you know, the rules wouldn't allow it. So I think he's going to be awesome. I think I think he'll be tough enough for Chicago like he's from DC like he's played in shitty weather so he's not like a Southern California baby like if anybody's worried about that like yeah, he just happened to transfer to USC because Lincoln Riley went there right so I think um, I think it's time I I love Justin Fields too like I'll be a little bit sad but more so like (laughs) sad that it didn't work out like it's Shame sure. on the fucking Bears for not having it work out. Shame on the Bears. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's not all on the Bears. Some of it's on fields, too. And I hope and I hope he's good elsewhere. And I'd prefer we trade to the AFC so we don't have to see him as often. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Because I'm a little nervous that he'll figure it out somewhere. He'll, he'll get in the right program, if you will. But if it works for, with Caleb Williams, it doesn't matter, right? That We're yeah. not going to care. We're not going we to care. And his style... Like I don't know how much Caleb you've watched the past two years or whatever, but like like he's got some Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes to him. Like he does. Like yeah, he's got those right. he just he he might be awesome. And we he might be got awesome. It. Yeah, we got we can't pass that up. I'm sorry, we just can't.
0: No, and it is a business decision for polls. Why wouldn't he do that? Mm-hmm. He's he'll buy himself a few more years. If he hangs on to fields and it's awful next year he's not going to be making those future picks that he traded for. So, um, yeah, just just do the easy just do the easy yeah. thing. And draft draft the top guy. You have another top 10 pick. Just yeah. I mean, it's it's
1: which which it's, you can so, trade up for Marvin Harrison for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if he can pull that off. Okay, so
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's dream so, a little bit here. Yeah.
0: Uh, would, would you, trade you trade a first next, rounder? Yeah. Yep. We're, yep. like, we're asking the uh-huh. same question. Would you trade? Yeah. Um, fuck. You'd be like, I, we're going for it. I would. I think I it. would. I, yeah, yeah, I
1: think I would too. Cause I think it's, it's, it's time. Like we've, d- we've done the rebuild. Rebuilding is over. Right. It's like now it's, right. it should be the Ascension and especially watching the playoffs. Right. I, I bet you feel the same way as me. And I'm sure a lot of bears fans feel the same. It's like, to try to picture our current roster against a lot of these teams in the playoffs, we're obviously not there. And I don't think we'd be there with Justin Fields. So you gotta, you gotta get some fucking stars. And fortunately there's some available in free agency if they get there and we can afford them, which is awesome. And then maybe we can, if we can draft two in the top 10, we oh, baby.
0: Yeah. Uh- I slam dunk. I, yeah, that's, not even a like Marvin Harrison is potentially a generational receiver as well, who'll be there the 12 to 15 years along with Caleb. Uh, <laughs> find a way to get
1: him, find, find a way a to way, make if it you happen. Could,
0: if you could, yeah, you got to at least make the call just be like, because mm-hmm. it would be the Cardinals, right? Because I think Cardinals are four is more likely, or
1: I, I think it, it may be easier to tuck the Patriots into it. I think it's I think it'd be harder to talk to the Cardinals because they're keeping their QB. I don't know. Maybe I may I may be completely stupid. Cuz that seems like the yeah, obvious Yeah, you're right.
0: I I know what you're saying. You got to jump yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I know yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. Uh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So you have to it's... pay
1: out the ass a little bit more than you want to to jump the Cardinals. <laughs> but It's a great but,
0: thought. I don't yeah. think it's going to happen, but it's a great thought.
1: I'll be disappointed if it doesn't. But yes. <laughs> I've now set myself up for such disappointment. I really have. Um, Anything else? Uh, Are we going to re-sign Darnell Mooney? Is that the the other
0: offseason? No. No, (laughs) that's not necessary.
1: Can I run through real quick, including Mooney? Would you re-sign any of these guys? Just a quick yes or no. These are are our free agents. Obviously, we talked about Jalen Johnson. That's an absolute yes. Um, Justin Jones. Do you want to see Justin Jones back next year?
0: Yeah, maybe. Sure.
1: Okay. We're a no on Mooney. Robert Tunyon.
0: No, big time. No,
1: <laughs> Raheem Green. No. Okay, I, I barely remember him. Mercedes Lewis. Yes. Yeah, I kind of liked him.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. No, I, we have no need for him.
1: I'd be okay with it, but it would be weird. He was like Getsy's guy. Uh, we're we're
0: we're also gonna draft Brock Bauer somehow. So oh. like, <laughs> it's it's, a, he, he, it's redundant to keep Mercedes. Great
1: point. That's a great point, uh, Deonta <laughs> Foreman. Are we bringing Foreman back? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm kind of over him. Dan Feeney.
0: Who's that? The mullet guy? Yeah. No, God, get him out of here. Stupid. Sorry, Greece. Equi-
1: <laughs> Equinemia St. Brown.
0: Did he play at all
1: this year? <laughs> Didn't seem like it. A lot of yeah, a lot of core issues with him.
0: No, wrong St. Brown. Cut him.
1: Gone. <laughs> yeah,
0: wrong zebra Uh
1: Patrick Scales, long snapper. Uh yeah. Yeah. Trent Taylor.
0: No, don't either. Yeah.
1: Fuck him. He was terrible. And <laughs> last but not least, Nathan Peterman. Do you want him back in the quarterback room?
0: Uh yeah, sure. Why not? Okay.
1: He's your yeah. third guy again. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because we're uh yeah. Uh, or does fields go to the third string?
1: (laughs) Could you imagine? Could you imagine? That'd be a nightmare. I don't think he can do it. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think the guys would like Kim because, because fields would be there. I think that would be part of the problem,
0: right? Yeah. No, no, it's not,
1: not a thing. Um, um, what do we
0: get? What do we get for cutting Velas?
1: Oh. My respect. If Poles does that, he <laughs> he he goes up because he did fall a little down for me with retaining Eber Fluss. it yeah, did. Yeah. That, that hurt my confidence a little
0: bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing we didn't talk about that we you and I did offline. Uh, this is totally off the subject, but I'm, I'm now thinking back to Brad Biggs being at St. Elmo's. Uh, <laughs> How much, like, how, I I feel like only you and I would enjoy uh, every time a Bears beat reporter does not get a, mm. uh, a an insider story like the Bears hiring a new OC. It never happens. Like, these are the most worthless beat writers of all time. They have no relationships inside of Alice Hall to actually get a story before mm-hmm. it hits the national media. And I fucking... Love it. They, yes. and they, because it feels like they come on the radio and and talk about it, and I think they're a little better. Yeah. So that it's not their yeah. story. So, and, uh, and
1: none of the, like, you know, Mike Mulligan and David Ha aren't going to call out David Ha or uh, Dan Weederer, right? They don't have the fucking right. bias to do it. They don't, they don't, because they also theoretically should have sources still from their old newspaper days. And, you know, I'll still never forget Mike Mulligan, everybody complimenting him on that, on a made up story that, that uh, Fangio was going to, he was in a fight with John Fox and he was going to leave <laughs> and that, and they're like, and everybody was like, yeah, great story. Great inside Scoot Mulligan. And that never happened. I think he signed yeah, an extension like two weeks later. Yep. So it is, it's great. Like these guys are a bunch of fucking losers. They like, that's right. You can't trust Biggs when Biggs like has like his whispers around the league he no, doesn't, he doesn't have a source. He doesn't have None. a source.
0: He's no credibility. He's he's maybe just like two steps up from us. Right. He just does a little more research and that's it. But he has as many sources, I think, as you and I do. So uh, it, it I fucking love it. It's he they're worthless.
1: I think that may be a perfect segue to the final. Keep an eye on Dan, if you're willing to play here in season five.
0: Oh,
2: yeah, of course. on can. He gets out hand if you let him. Okay. So keep on
1: Dan, I'm very sad that we have to bring this segment to a close this season, but it's perfect because you are 500 on the year. So oh, today, shit. tonight, decides how well you know the beat reporters of the Chicago Bears. If you've never listened to Zero Dugs before, first of all, that's the most research I've ever done. So don't get used to that uh, in this segment. But um, <laughs> this is Keep an Eye on Dan. I'm going to read Dan four tweets from a combination of four fake and real Chicago Bears beat reporters. Uh, the first one may or may not be the real Dan Weederer of the Chicago Tribune. Uh, there is a fake Dan Weederer from the Chicago Tribune. There is Dan Pompey of the athletic and, uh, our favorite that we mentioned, Brad swigs, um, and this, you know what, Dan, this week for the final week, I'm going to count the Brad swigs one as part of the final standings for you. Okay. Thanks, so
0: buddy.
1: it may get mixed up here in the four. All right. And Dan's got to match the tweet to the reporter. Here we go. Are you ready, Dan? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Tweet number one. With all due respect, read that reply tweet again. You don't know me at all. (laughs) All right. That's That's tweet number one. Tweet number two. Whoever has never asked a question they regretted should cast the first stone. That is tweet number two. Tweet number three. Did you even read the article? (laughs) No need to cut things out of whole cloth.
2: This is hard.
1: And tweet number four anyone know how to get cum out of an air fryer? any of these people
0: um,
2: okay
0: okay I <laughs> <laughs> so many follow questions to that uh the, the last <laughs> one swigs the first okay, one correct the first the first one is fake Dan Dan Pompey real Dan Weederer. that was in order
1: okay perfect uh ending because you were two for four, which <laughs> leaves you at 500 on the year. The The first one was real Dan. Uh, oh, you got shit. your Dan's mixed up, your your Weeder's oh, okay. mixed up. Second All one right. was Pompeii, that is correct. Third one uh, was oh. fake Dan. And fourth one was most definitely our pal, oh. at Brad Swigs. Uh, <laughs> definitely follow him. That guy is an absolute pervert and probably criminal. Not great. Uh, Dan, this has been a rousing season of Keep an Eye on Dan. Uh, Let's do a little hams and bread on the flip side, buddy. See you next segment.
3: Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Bet, hedge, lose, reload.
1: Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread.
2: Zero Dykes!
1: Yes, yes.
2: Zero Dykes! Yes, Go! Zero dyke.
1: Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Shout out. Yes, go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go!
2: i been watching the film at night. Everybody's tuning in to get those
0: hot, hot pics. Oh, shit. We are back with our friend, maybe, who Fieldsman did may or may not Fields have shown up sauce. for the season finale. We always appreciate our local sharp, sharp, shark. Rick Fieldsman, take it away.
1: Just a politician, chairman of the board. So the Doikers, Rick Fieldsman here, hams and bread, hams and spreads, you guys are loyal, appreciate everything you've done for me and my family this year. I'm sitting in a parking lot waiting for my daughter to be done with her ninja stuff, hard to say, Um, not sponsored tonight, Uh, didn't prepare much, but I'm going to give you the three hot picks Here on zero doings. Are we ready? Here we go. Hap spreads. Pick one. Oh, big football guy. Rick fieldsman. As you know, uh, AFC, NFC title games this weekend. We've got first Sunday two o'clock. Wow. That seems early. Uh, chiefs at Ravens, um, I didn't watch any of the divisional round, um, so just bear with me here. Uh, Ravens minus three and a half. It's at Baltimore, as everybody knows. I think that you need to go into the props, right? You got to do the props. You got to look at the props, see who's going to score. First TD scorer. I've been watching a lot of these teams all year, and we are going to go with Melvin Gordon, plus 5,500. Hopefully, he'll be active for the game. I'm not sure which team he is on, but I would put at least 20 bucks on it. That is your first pick. Here we go. Habs spreads pick two. (laughs) Oh, Lions are visiting the Niners at 530. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? On a Sunday? Oh, Rick's going to be... No, Rick's not watching that. Rick's going to be fucking hammered and already asleep by then because I go to bed at 3 every Saturday morning. No, that's not true. Sunday morning. Here we go. Uh, 49ers, 7-point favorites, minus 108. That's weird. What does that suggest? Hard to say. Uh, I think Dan would probably tease this down to minus one. I'm not a big teaser guy. What I'm going to do, though, is yards gained on first reception. I think that is arbitrage city I think you got to find something that makes sense I think you go with a guy who has caught a decent amount of passes over the past couple years his name is Jamison Williams and I think you go under 11 and a half that is plus 100 I think they throw a screen to him and it's seven yards no big deal and that is definitely picked to arbitrage city like I said here we go not sponsored have spreads pick three printing monies pick of the week Um, okay, there's a lot of sports going on and we're about to enter the doldrums, but we're not quite there yet, guys. Uh, there is one sport that I love to try to find all the angles and that is Australian Open tennis. I think I picked one last, uh, last (laughs) week, last episode. I don't remember what I picked, uh, but we are going to go into the men's section we're going to go Novak Jokovic versus Yannick Sinner. Uh, this is Wednesday, 6 p.m. And you're going to go Yannick Sinner. He is plus 190. Uh, Jokovic uh, still not vaxxed. So I think you go with Sinner. Uh, I'm also not vaxxed. I'm Rick Fieldsman. It's not because I'm politically motivated in any way. It's because doctors won't let me in because they know that I'm full of disease and they don't want to get around me. This has been the final hams and spreads of the season send it back to the boys they whoa that was weird,
0: that was weird. Rick have
1: I think he does have AIDS um I didn't I didn't like him I didn't like him this week uh is he
0: okay <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was great those were great picks Uh, I appreciate Rick for showing up for, uh, the season finale. We can always count on him to do such things. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks. Thanks, Richard.
1: I'm looking forward to review season so we can tell him, uh, what he's done best and we can negotiate, uh, against any raise that he's going to ask for.
0: Oh yeah. You're talking about when we have exit interviews with all the people that work for zero doinks. Yeah, exactly. I'm also excited for that very formal process
1: very formal you and i review each other and it, it gets emotional <laughs> it gets super emotional um yeah i i think i think i may have said some things i regret to you last year uh um, yeah during our I, during our season four exits
0: yeah forgiven not forgotten so that's fine
1: Dan um the playoffs have been pretty sweet at least last weekend those games were sweet uh did you watch Packers 49ers? at all yep
0: yep watched it uh while bowling i had my bowling league uh but was fantastic because when the packers officially lost that game the place erupted not because there were any 49ers fans but it was just bears fans who get uh get off on the packers choking in the playoffs so uh myself included that was fantastic you know uh i uh, the Packers were the better team that on Saturday. Uh, they, they should be really embarrassed, and I hope they're uh, angry. And the Packers fans that I have seen this week seem very down, and that's. I'm. It's it's fine. My my. Uh, the playoffs are over for me. It's good. I'm I'm on yeah. to next season now that that's happened. Yeah. How about you? Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah, I did watch. I was. Um... Uh, my wife Kristen Doinks, and I were waiting to pick up our daughter from a birthday party on Saturday night in your hometown there, Dan. And we went to uh, the local Hooters that you recommended. And uh we were... <laughs> we were watching. Uh we were watching there. There were it was mostly Bears fans rooting against the Packers. It was wonderful. There was a table of eight Packers fans. They were there for a birthday party. Um they brought their own cake to Hooters for the birthday party. And yeah. all eight, um, when they were leaving, they all asked for their own check. And mm. it drove the Hooters employees crazy. <laughs> they were super crabby about it because it was very crowded. Um, and typical Packer fan behavior, just not reading the room, never being outside, never... Um, you know, just not knowing how to behave in public, I guess, Dan. Uh have you ever been at a table of eight where you all ask for your own check outside of college?
0: No, no. That's I was gonna ask how old were these old these folks. Forties, forties, fifties. You should never do that. Yeah, you should never wait, forties, old? Uh is that what we're mm-hmm. doing now? Okay. I guess. Uh yeah, old no, enough you to don't know the- better. The- Especially in the era of Venmo and mm-hmm. Zell, Chase Bay, that should never, that should never happen. So I bet there's a story to it. I bet there was one uh, fucking asshole in that group who like <laughs> didn't pay. So then they're like all collectively behind that person's back. I'm going to guess his name was uh, Scott. Scott from fucking Sheboygan didn't, mm-hmm. didn't pay. And they had a dispute, and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. From here on out, we're just gonna all get our own our own bill. So uh, they're all probably too dumb to figure out how gratuity works for a table of eight. So yeah. um, fuck them. Fuck them. They were down uh, bad after that game, and yeah. I hope I hope there's I hope they're still miserable. Uh,
1: what uh, What's your prediction for the Super Bowl matchup, and who wins it all?
0: Um, so I feel like the Chiefs are gonna win again um Patrick Mahomes is just he's the magic man. you know he they that was a that was a good game as well uh but going in and winning that game on the road was is pretty impressive. Uh, kind of always I think the Ravens are the best team right now. they're playing well. They are a a badass team. It seems like they're very physical, and they're just going to wear you down. Uh, It's just hard to bet against um, Mahomes at this point, especially in the playoffs. So, uh, But I I also feel like the Ravens are always primed to fucking choke themselves. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Uh, I also feel like the Lions are going to win. I feel like the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. They they also seem to be playing well. I think that game against Tampa was a little closer. The score was closer than it kind of really was, uh, and I think Tampa Bay was actually playing well too. Kind of a team of destiny to a certain extent. So uh, I feel like the Lions are rolling. I think they might win that game, um, and then the Chiefs win the Super Bowl is my prediction. It's that gonna sounds... be an awful Super. It's gonna be an awful <laughs> Super Bowl.
1: It sounds like a. I don't know if you can do a three-way parley there with the with the parlay. I said parley, parlay. You said
0: parley. Uh, <laughs> that was
1: weird. That was weird. Um, Cody
0: parley there.
1: Yeah. Could you do? Could you do a future on Chiefs money line over the Lions and pick the Chiefs and the Lions to win money line this weekend as dogs? I don't know if that's. I don't know if DraftKings allows it, but I'd look into it. That could be hot. Uh, I, all right. Done. Done. At the very least, you can get two uh, two dogs for the price of one, though. That that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm going opposite. I'm going chalk. I think the Ravens have enough to do it. I think uh, 49ers. That was a fluke performance, and if Debo doesn't play, that's a problem. But um, I think they'll do just enough to get it done. And Brock Purdy's still highly questionable, though, as as a, a long-term yeah, for the 49ers. You mm-hmm.
0: would shit down his leg very, at any moment. And yeah. once it's like when Debo gets hurt and McCaffrey's dinged up, then it's like, oh shit, Brock, go win us a game. And it's like, no, no, that's not what I do. That's <laughs> yeah, not what that's, I do. You didn't
1: ask me to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the last pick of the draft. That's not what we do.
1: Well, Dan, it's been a pleasure doing hams and bread with you all season long. I'm sure between Rick and us, we have won our listeners so many or much monies, hard to say. Hopefully you faded us, I think is the point.
0: Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, please do not take any gambling advice from any of us, especially Rick. He stinks.
1: He does. Thanks, Rick, for being here for our finale. See you next segment. You know what happens when it's warm in Europe? soccer ball. It expands contracted expands am i happy or in misery whatever it is that shrek put a spell on me
3: cats can break your heart have you begging,
2: please beg and please
1: weirdest big 10 minute and i love it so much
0: <laughs> big 10 minutes a bunch of fat pale midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. you love the illini and i have a life i bleed orange and blue gophers minus three is my pick i respect your love for the illini shove it shove it shove it row 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 shove 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 i'm like pretty much the only gopher fan that people know
1: Baby, we are back. Big time is all the rage. March Madness is around the corner. Next time you hear from us, uh, the brackets should be out, and we should have all of our Dave Madness plans tidy and neat. Can't wait for that to happen. Dan, uh, the Gophers are decent. They played the Badgers tonight. I don't know what happened, but I suspect the Badgers might have fucked their couch. Um, Are the Gophers going to the NCAA tournament?
0: Nope. Okay fair enough. Um, <laughs> no further comment at this time. Uh, they were, it was close in the There was, they were down one in the second half and it was one of those, uh, it was a basically a big 10 West game of like, I was like 20 something to 20. It was like 25, 24 at halftime or something terrible like that. Uh, so don't watch it. I, I'm having a lot of trouble getting into college basketball bill. I'll just tell you that. That's fine.
1: I think you'll be geared up though by by Dave Mannis. You're going to have hot picks. Um who's your if you were to like pick a winner of who's going to win the title this year right now late January. Who's your pick, Dan?
0: Uh Yukon.
1: Back to back. You're a big okay, yep. Danny
0: Hurley guy. Oh, I know you are. I got to support other Dan's, yeah, for yeah, sure. Onlydans.com. Mm-hmm. Uh who do you mm-hmm. think's going to win it all?
1: Um I think it's a it's a it's a team that's about two hours south from here, Dan, and they are called the University of Illinois. Oh,
0: oh, Purdue. Oh, okay. <laughs> Purdue,
1: Purdue. Actually, this probably would be the year, right? That like that Virginia thing when you get upset as a as a one seed in the first round, and then you figure it out the year after. Maybe. Is that pretty is hard he to still,
0: guard? Is he still growing?
1: It looks like it. It's not fair. It's it's. I think he was projected to be a first-round pick in the NBA now, too, which, right? Like, who wants that in the NBA? I don't know.
0: Although if he grows to be 12 feet tall, I feel like (laughs) there's some value there. It seems like he's still growing.
1: That's true. It's very true. But, um, yeah, the Big Ten is hot. Uh, It's really not, actually. There's, like, three or four good teams, I think. (laughs) I think they'll get, at the most, six teams in, only out of reputation Uh, But Illinois is one of those teams, Dan, and uh, I don't know if you've heard, but they're all the way back uh, with Terrence Shannon. It's not uncomfortable at all for anybody (laughs) to think about or talk about. Um, I'm sure the road will be very easy on him uh, in terms of the fans throughout the Big Ten that he has to face. Uh, Good news is Northwestern is up next for him for his first road game, and I don't know if they really have fans. That's the good news for him.
0: Are you going?
1: No, I'm not going okay. It's because it's gray balls. it's a gray balls game baby I can't ah. I can't ditch uh, and I know you would never miss a gray balls game either. Oh. Uh, but no, I can't I can't. I did look at it uh, with Phil senior and uh, it just doesn't make fiscal sense either. It's <laughs> way too expensive for a college basketball regular season game.
0: Oh wow, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, Terrence, you condone what he did, uh, to that poor girl in Lawrence, Kansas.
1: Dan, I am not privy to the facts. (laughs) I am not.
0: Oh, yeah, let's wait for the facts to come out, guy.
1: Always have been, always will be,
0: uh, I like. Your own research?
1: Yeah, only about, uh, only about vaccines, Dan. That's the only, (laughs) it's the only own research I do. That's, that's all I do. Uh, and the fathers of our mutual friends, whatever they uh, whatever they bring to the table, <laughs> I will definitely take that under advisement as well. Uh, I I'm just here. I'm just here for the hoops, Dan. I'm here for the hoops.
0: Okay, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. I totally respect it. Uh, mm-hmm. He played well this weekend. What was what was his? Or is he work? Got to work himself back into shape.
1: He's definitely working himself back. He looked very tired pretty early like that adrenaline left pretty quickly yeah uh yeah but he, he had a good game like 16 and whatever um he didn't really I think he made only two shots so It was a lot of free throws a lot okay of free throws. all right I will be curious I don't I think they have to go at Maryland uh like I said at Northwestern I feel like there's one other road game um he doesn't have to go to like Indiana Oh, he has to go to Michigan State. They're not going to be nice. They're not going to be nice at all. <laughs> so he's got a, yeah. It's going to be weird. It's it it, it is weird. Um, because I didn't think he'd ever play for Illinois again. So it's super strange seeing him out there. Mm. It's very very okay. strange. It's very uh, strange. Well, it's good. Yeah, it's doing?
0: good. It's good for the basketball in the court, as you said. That's what you're focused on. Yeah, it's uh, good for the better for the Illini. Yeah, that's
1: right. Uh yeah, good times. David Haw thinks that um he shouldn't that uh Brad Underwood shouldn't play him. So oh. just for the record, what if he if he
0: transferred to Ball State for David Haw? Should he think he shouldn't play there either? Bingo. <laughs> caw, caw! or what are they? Chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> I know somebody who lives. Isn't that Muncie? Uh, I know somebody who lives in the... Went to Ball State and they will post things on Instagram being at the game. There can't be more than thirty people at these games. Mm. It's embarrassing. Whatever Ball State has going on, and I, I don't, I don't know, honestly, who who would go to a Ball State game uh, willingly. It's weird. Yeah. No, it's uh,
1: it's in Indiana, so maybe Phil. I don't know if it's convenient, though. Yeah. Let us know, Phil.
0: Let us know, if Phil.
1: You've ever, if you've ever been to a Ball State Cardinals <laughs> game. I think that's it for uh, the number 10 uh, I talk and the rest of the Big Ten. I hope the Gophers go in a run.
0: Uh, I just don't okay. see it happening. They're better than they okay. should have been, right? Better than yeah. last year. Yeah. You know better than me.
1: See you on the flip side. <laughs> chirp, chirp. Wildcat scoring fatal offense on the move. Little boy Pat has his team in a groove. Will we ever beat them? We don't know when. Maybe I'll be dead by then. Maybe we'll all be dead then.
2: Bill, you can
3: have this win. Enjoy it while it lasts. A line, I will let you down. The line I will make
0: Alright, let's wrap this up. We're going to do it for the season. We're going to do it for the evening. January 23rd, 2024. Election season is upon us. We don't give a fuck. Um, Bill I actually have two things to uh, to wrap up the show here. Okay. Uh, one one of which is, you know, uh, we talked earlier about uh, my, my scent uh, and the issues with my home. There's holes all over my house uh, from them trying to figure out where there was a leak in the pipe, uh, but we had a surprise in our home today, Bill, uh, that was an absolute treat and is not uncommon to the Dan Doinks home within the last few years, uh, we have lice. oh no. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this. This is uh, the fourth time that it's run through our house. One of the rare times, Bill, that it's great to be a, a bad hair guy with that's balding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I've never, I've personally never had it, uh, but it runs through our house. It's very expensive. The yeah. upkeep in getting it out of your house is fucking horrendous. Uh, I hate all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need a win. So that means I need, well, the Packers losing was a win for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Personally, I needed that. Um, why why, why do lice exist, Bill? I guess is my question.
1: They're nasty motherfuckers, aren't they? They are the worst. Yeah. Um... Have that you had this, sucks. have you
0: had this issue as well?
1: Only once, only once. And it, and, and I never in a million years want that to ever happen. The fact, again, I, I the fact it's happened to you four times, I, I am cringing right now. Cause it is, it's an impossible situation. It's impossible. Yeah. I had to go to, uh, we went to one of those places where they like comb it out of everything and oh. they, like look for it. Right. And, yep. and that was during a, uh. A very tragic time in my extended family's life. It was like that week. And so it kind of like became funny Uh, in a way. Like we all like, we, we snuck in drinks and everybody like made it like a, a a hilarious thing. Um, so it actually worked out fine, but the, uh, it is horrible and you're right. Yeah. You're better. You're way better off having your beautiful head of hair. (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah. You have, you have a lot of girls in your house and I I can imagine how fucking miserable that is. Do you have to, um, is it like every piece of the bedding too, that you've got to? yeah, that just, I am sorry. I feel well, so bad. And,
0: and that's the thing, right? Like I'm not the one, I'm clearly not the one bringing it home, uh, but I'm doing most <laughs> of the work I'm collecting stuffed yeah. animals, putting them in garbage bags. I'm putting bedding <laughs> coats, hats, gloves, uh you know, all of it in the fucking dryer. You gotta like melt these fuckers and then you gotta put shit in quarantine. I'm I'm changing like yeah I'm like why I'm getting punished for this and I'm the only I'm the only sure for sure thing that has nothing to do with this. And yes. Uh we had a woman come to our house today, which was a better uh okay. better than going to these places which I've been to as well. Yeah. And uh creepy.
1: The whole thing's creepy, right?
0: I mean there's a, there's more of them than you would think if you've never experienced this. If you look, these, these places exist and there's quite a few of them. And I mean, this woman came in today. She was probably here for two and a half hours, two oh. hours. And she charged us $400. So I think, and it's her own business. So I don't, maybe if she's doing this all the time but Mm -hmm. these fucking schools are disgusting and i (laughs) i like we get like an email it's like oh just so you know there's been fucking reports of license classroom too late it's already in our fucking house so uh i was telling jordan doinks today i was like you know what i think would help is if we tell our kids to just fucking stay away from other kids and she's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "You like they like to say like my love language is touch. They like giving hugs. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. Just mm-hmm. fist bumps are fine. Let's go back to like COVID times and just assume everyone's sick." Because <laughs> <That laughs> I am tired of this shit. I am fucking tired yeah. of this shit. Uh, and so, thank you've you. You've had for a listening. rough go, oh, yeah, dude. You've... I can't. I can't. We. I need a win here, Uh, which. By the way, I'm going to be in Rick's neck of the woods uh, on Saturday, and I'm taking a, a bus casino trip to the Horseshoe. So yes. uh, if anyone's That's interested, I will be at the Horseshoe Casino on Saturday night uh, for a meet and greet. No, not really. That's not a real <laughs> thing. Uh, but I'm hoping that that will, re- will equate to uh, winnings.
1: Yeah, that you deserve that, buddy. You absolutely deserve it. Um, if you have any lice somehow there, uh, south of the border, uh, in your underpants, so that's not going to affect anybody. But Jordan Dorks, no big deal. Well, um,
0: no, I guess sucks, I didn't man. have I didn't have the lady check below the belt. Should I have done that?
2: Hard.
1: <laughs> I think it would have gone from four hundred to six hundred dollars very quickly if you had made that request.
0: Oh, and I'm and the other thing. <laughs> Depends on how long she pokes around down there, huh. uh, it, and I'm getting fucking roasted by my kids for being bald. Like, uh, uh, you know, I, it's it's they're assholes. Um, I'm I think I'm done with this family. I think I'm leaving soon. So, if anyone it's has as a you have a place I can crash, Bill, I'd love to. Just yeah. stay there for a while. Okay, Well yeah. things calm down here, you um, may have
1: to get combed again outside before you walk in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A fucking metal comb and they're just scrape (laughs) your scalp. Like on one hand, you're like, oh, this feels great. And then there's like just digging it behind your ear and you're like, Jesus Christ, what is happening? So, uh, yeah, not happy with that. That's my one thing. Thank you for letting me get that off my chest because I needed to share that with someone. Uh, I'm totally pivoting here because I have an interesting story. So, okay. Uh, our friend from Tim, our friend Tim from Iowa. You're yeah. very familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some some crossover with my professional life. My, I, it's mm-hmm. shocking to hear that this isn't my real job. Uh, yes. But uh, thank you, this Hams pays, for out, Yeah, thank you, Ham's. Mm-hmm. I, this this pays most of my bills, but not all of them. Um, so I reached out to Tim to uh, have you know ask for an introduction with people that he works with. Uh, he was happy to do it. But of course, in the in the email, we exchanged a few jokes, the email chain, uh, one of which was like a Grimace joke of, of talking about Grimace. Uh, Tim goes on to uh, forward on my email to two people within his company who I have yet to meet. And... <laughs>
2: amazing and, and
0: like my initial response to them I was like should I acknowledge the grimace <laughs> joke uh, amongst other things mm-hmm. that were very much inside jokes while also trying to uh keep it professional so I could mm-hmm. have an actual meeting with these people mm-hmm. and uh and I sent an email to him I'm like yeah like thanks dude but uh how do I explain grimace yeah What do I do?
1: Where do I I go from
0: here? I don't work for McDonald's. I'll just, Mm -hmm. you can eliminate that. If you don't know, no curious where I work. It's not McDonald's. I do not work in the fast food industry. So there's no real way to like pivot from what I'm going after to grimace. So, and and Tim was just like, Oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Uh, (laughs) And and funny enough, that the subject line did say zero doinks in it as well, so <laughs> it wasn't like completely hidden. So he okay. forwarded that to these people who uh I don't know, but you know, he okay. said it'll be fine. There he said he he, re, he referred to them as uh, Midwest nice and they won't they won't ask any probing questions about it. So Have have uh,
1: you talked to them yet? Is there been the meeting yet. or no? Oh. Got no
0: it. this all happened today uh but i have yet to receive a response <laughs> from <laughs> from asking to meet with them so uh but also want to say a uh, shout out to tim because he also yes. let me know that he he lets his children listen to this uh podcast which oh boy is just bad parenting but <laughs> i and i don't know if it's true but if it is shout out to tim's children we love you thank you for listening and yes uh your dad's a weirdo
1: yes and we love him dearly uh thank you tim yes you've been a day one listener we appreciate it you've been on the show and uh you were one of our first gambling sharps uh, along with rick actually i think you mentioned that iowa has a lot of places to gamble that involve like gas stations and diners and i don't even know what else it was weird iowa's a weird place um <laughs> But hopefully, Dan Doinks, you get all the business you need out of that fine state. That's great. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, I'm sorry,
0: I uh, I, I want your advice. Do I address the grimace thing? Um, If so, how? So what was the.
1: Can you can you feed me just a tiny bit more context as to what would have been forwarded over to uh, uh, the potential client?
0: Um, in terms of what I said about grimace, it was not, it was not terrible. Uh, just basically like, Hey, I would love it. If you could introduce me to these people, uh, I'll make sure to like, keep the grimace jokes to a minimum.
1: Um,
0: so now are they expect, are they expecting grimace jokes? Uh, like, do I just get out in front of it and just say like, (laughs) Hey, like, you know, nice to meet you. I'm Dan. Like, I'd like to tell you a little bit about what my company does. Uh, by the way, uh, I also do a podcast and we talk about a grimace watching, uh, people fuck. So, uh, anyway, let me tell you a little bit of more, more about myself, blah, blah, blah. I don't know where to go from here. Yeah.
1: You're in a bit of a trick box and I like it. I think, I think, I think grimace is going to be the least of your issues in general. I think it's going to be the fact that like right now they're probably listening to the best of zero dunks and, Uh um, they're a little disturbed by your description of Geppetto and (laughs) (laughs) puppetry in general. So I think you either win all the business immediately without having to address a thing or you almost have to hold like a miniature press conference and, and, um, and get out ahead of it a little bit.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. I don't think there's any in between. I think, Uh, I think you wait to see, like based off of their response, if they reference anything weird, then you know which direction to take it. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm also in, (laughs) I also don't like, there's a chance I would bring like, uh, a more uh what like a, like a technical expert on the call with me for from my team but i don't want any of this to come up in front of them because then i yeah. will have to answer questions behind the scenes on yeah. my end so uh we, i may just need to cut my losses here and just just move on but yeah uh, I, but i'm also very curious to see where this goes and i hope it gets weird
1: yeah I like it. I think uh, – I know I'm curious as well, and I'm sure our loyal audience is as well. Thank you, Tim, okay. for being a matchmaker here also. Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: I am I am very appreciative, Tim. This is uh, – you're, you're a true gentleman, and uh, I hope that this works out so I have to travel to Des Moines. Mm. Right? Tim, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tim, was I allowed likes, to share where he's – where he's from, yeah, yeah it's Iowa. It's, it's the same. It's a big enough town. Uh, yeah. Des Moines is big enough that mm-hmm. uh, I hope to travel there to hang out with Tim to uh, to talk about grimace uh, in person. Absolutely. That's all there is to it.
1: Tim is a beer drinking gentleman from the Midwest for sure. Uh, he was also a fantastic shooting guard uh, back in high school. And speaking of shooting guards, gray balls. Uh, has too many of them that shoot 10% from three-point land, and uh, Gray Balls is in a fight for a bye week in the silver bracket, Dan. I know you are a proud member of Gray Balls, and there's two two regular season games left in the playoffs. Um, are we going to see you on any of these Wednesdays? I know it's been tough. Um, three weeks playoff start, as I, as I indicated. Can we rely... Count um pray for your presence.
0: It doesn't look great. Uh let me, let me you know what? Let's just do live here. Let's see. Okay.
1: Live calendar. Google uh, calendar
0: sponsored by Gmail. Tomorrow, tomorrow's possible. Oh. Uh, 6 tip off. The 31st is looking better. Okay. Okay, that's an A fifteen. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, and that's it, and then,
1: uh, and then probably a bye week on the seventh, hopefully, assuming we don't win both games. Uh, okay. Uh, and so it'd be the fourteenth, uh, Valentine's Day. I'm sure all of our wives uh, will be in attendance, dressed in lingerie for the Great okay. Balls semifinals
0: game. Which week do we play uh, uh the lesser talented team? I think. Tomorrow. Okay. Pretty sure. All right. Pretty All sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see what I can do. I feel like <laughs> I can make one of those, but okay. All uh, right. I'm also terrified because I just saw a cousin of mine who recently tore his Achilles playing basketball.
1: Yeah, I get that. That is part of the, uh, it's part of the problem at our age. I was talking to a gentleman a little bit older than us who is very fit, uh, a friend of mine, uh, definitely not me cause I'm not fit. And he couldn't believe that we were playing, uh, intramural basketball. He couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. He works it's with a it's, lot of PT type people. And he's like, you're just making them money basically. Yeah.
0: it. I'm, yeah. Jordan Doix is not keen on me playing either, but we, i am not that I've had an opportunity yet, but, uh, we'll, I'd like to at least come and have some hams. Well, let me ask, let me follow up with that. Will there be hams consumption after the game?
1: Yet, Yes, um, for sure. And tomorrow was supposed to be family night, but Coach Kius has been very <laughs> silent in terms of planning, only because it's a six fifteen game and it would make sense. Um, but either way, whether it's family night or not, Peanuts will be visited after the game. Cause that's, that's,
0: I need to make it an event. I don't need to, I don't need to drive the 30 minutes each way to, uh, just be very sore and then go home to my house filled with fucking lice. So don't worry. Don't worry. Whether,
1: whether there's family or not involved, peanuts is the place to be. You are more than welcome. You will be embraced. Uh, but possibly your pubes combed, uh, uh, on Jefferson Avenue or chicago <laughs> avenue whatever whatever it is right outside of Chicago, uh, right outside of Peanuts downtown Naperville. all of our loyal listeners also more than welcome to Popeye and yeah. Dan's
0: pubes absolutely okay
1: it's a, it's it's a date, Dan, this has been um it's been a disappointing season for zero Dykes. uh we had higher hopes we did not expect to be changing quarterbacks going into season <laughs> six yet again uh but here we are that's the most likely thing that's going to happen um our pride has been pierced our optimism bruised but i think by the time we are back uh i think we're going to be explosive again yeah. and we're just in the morning period still you know we're this is our fate and uh, it's only goes up from here. I think we, as we've said before, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. I mean it this time, Dan, and so did the bears.
0: Yeah, no, we we have said that before many, many times and we have continue to, to just roll at the bottom of the barrel here uh, for, for many, many years. I oh, don't know, this shit's still fun. Bears are depressing this this helps me get through it is have a fucking few laughs uh here and there so uh thank you for that william yes and yeah when, when we i think next time we come back for season mm-hmm. seven, six, six what is it mm-hmm. holy yep. shit it will be season six yes holy shit mm-hmm. uh we'll mm-hmm. be fired up we'll be ready yeah. caleb williams will be close to being a bear Uh, we'll have talked ourselves completely into that. We'll be talking about trade up for Marvin Harrison and we'll have Brock Bowers as well. So we are going to almost have too much talent on offense. T Higgins probably as well. Uh, so it's going to be like, you know, you said 10 to 15 years of Caleb Williams. I I think we're going to see a run that will, will double whatever the Patriots have done.
1: At minimum. I think that's, that's a good way to put it. Um, Maybe we'll have Rick and uh, Coach Kuse on the season Mm -hmm. debut of season six. We'll see. Uh, Rick, thank you for all your contributions this season, with the exception of the last two weeks. Uh, Coach Kuse, thank you for your contributions musically all season. You are a gem and a scholar. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you to the fans and eggs. And uh, thank you, Dan, for uh, your, your life has been turned upside down many of these weeks over the past 24 (laughs) episodes and you've been here almost every week uh, to talk about (laughs) to talk about a franchise that's not worth talking about um but here's to new beginnings starting in march
0: thanks buddy go bears fuck green bay (laughs) zero dark see you next season
1: Murdered
2: cancer.
1: That's what he did. That's what he did. suck my dick cancer. Go Bears. Go Bears. Get help, Jim Miller. Jim Varney's dead. Sorry about that.
2: I just talked to Glimmer Ooh, that's so delicious. Do you want that Glimmer Yes, it's so nutritious. <laughs> Thank yeah.
1: Oh, what a year of tunes that it has been. We could have had more, but the Bears didn't inspire us all year. Here's just a little flavor of what will appear in a future album on Spotify. Thank you to Coach Kuse, to Rick Fieldsman, to Tony Doinks, probably, um, to Dr. Dan Doinks, and hopefully I didn't forget anybody for your contributions this year to our music. On Zerodages C in season six jazz he picks up the phone Panthers roll over first rounder in two thousand twenty
2: four He lies and says he's in love with him. Draft him a lineman. He dreams of titles draft his book guests can't find a man can't find a light Love and Justin Fields finally do battle.
1: Aaron still plays Manhattan, now he's far away from here. Uh uh-huh. and franchise of passing. Take the north from cheese heads, acquire receivers, catching bombs
2: with the hands, and yeah, in no way we're going back to Be the bears You just have the heart
3: make my day by trashing Dan Pompey and baseball talk with hams and Ted big 10 minute and hams and bread I have not heard a gray balls update in so long oh but I know that they're moving real slow
2: I will press play See hey.
3: Mitch wow. Rung A minivan, but these people are Bears fans, and they hate i'll call Chicago home. And I will press play. I will remember Coach Cuse's tasty jams. And Rick
2: Fields men loves all the gambler. And I can't believe we got Justin Fields. Is this real? With with Dan and Bill.